you know what? Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Oh my god. Yeah, honey. It's up to you. Is this our first episode? Yeah, it is our first episode. Yes, it is. But I recommend editing out the first part. Or we can just start over right now if you want. Is it the Venus Capricorn Capri 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 Sun in you, bro? Is, is that what's bothering you? It's Virgo my Virgo Venus. And yes, I mean people are probably gonna be so confused, like when are they gonna start talking about what they want to talk? I mean, okay, yeah, let's just ease into, you know, what we're going to talk about. Bro, what are we talking about? Um, we are talking about social media and, you know, modern beauty standards. And how that just works together or, like, ties in together. Yeah. And, you know, this, we thought this topic would be perfect because... It's obviously very modern, but we also think it's something that it's not really talked about, especially in the dark community. Yeah, I mean, like, when did you when did when did you get like a social media account? Like, when was the first time you got Facebook and Instagram and shit, bro? Because I was young. Okay, this is embarrassing as hell, and Twitter better try finding me for this, but um. <laughs> I think it was in middle school, not middle school, it was in the fucking fifth grade. Damn. Yeah, like, you know, I was part of, like, the original Stan Twitter, like, you know, the era, the era, eh? <laughs> era, damn. The era, era, eh? Guys, English, please, it's not our language. The era where, um you will tweet so many times because you're trying to support an artist and get them to win an award. Yanni, that's how long I've been on Twitter. Like, I've been on Twitter for years and most of my friends don't know my Stan account, but it's okay. Oh my Uh, god. This is fangirling for real. Kwanza, I was a Victoria Justice fan account. You drag me, please. I was obsessed with Victoria Justice. I was obsessed with CC Jones, like from Shake It Up. Um, oh my God, I'm CC Jones is nice, I guess, but please. Now, Victoria Justice, come on, she's very annoying. Like, if you look into her character now, it's like you're so boring. You don't have much to offer, to be honest. It was- it was hard to openly be a fan of hers because you would get dragged for it. Like, she's that famous, and her music was not that good. But <laughs> But what, how about you? When did you get your first uh, social media account? I think I was in the fourth grade, and it was Facebook, and everyone was like, "Get Facebook, get that shit," and I was like, "Okay." And my mom was like, "You can't get Facebook till you're 18." And I'm like, "Bro, by the time we're 18, there'll be so many different social media accounts. Let me just get one, real quick. Let me just post my poses, you know, of me in the mirror doing the the stupid peace sign, bro, and the pout. That was my pose." That was literally my pose. I don't know if that was every little girl's pose, but like you just do the pout and you do the peace sign and you move your hips to like a 90 degree angle and it looks weird. 
but you think you look so cool and i was like i look so cute i'm like man but yeah that was my first time i was so happy because i was so confident and i was like i don't give a fuck i look cute i am cute period that was it no other further discussion bro yeah you know those early 2000s it was just vibes oh my god i love but just ah wow Bro, oh my gosh, the early 2000s were a vibe. Like, it was just you and your weird hair and your weird clothes. Just vibing. I remember that time I was obsessed with, like, um, like the mustache symbols. Like, I had a sh- t-shirt full of mustache symbols. Oh my god. I think I have a picture of myself with like a moustache, but like a moustache, the one where you edit on top of your picture. <laughs> I was so proud. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, do you remember Retrica? Retrica, like that little app. Oh my god. Yo. I was obsessed with Retrica. I don't know, like, maybe when we were kids, we didn't really care about what other people thought. Like, it was just us and how we looked, you know? Yeah, and about that, how how do you think it came to be that uh, people started to, like, care about what people think, disregarding the whole growing up thing, being more self-conscious? Like, what do you think kind of kicked off, like... I guess people feeling more insecure with, you know, posting themselves and all that. I guess because, like, social media's main purpose was just to communicate. Like, Facebook was just to communicate with people from around the world. That's it. Once in a while, you post, but it's not going to be, like, every day you post every day, right? And then Instagram came, and people were like, oh, my God, this app is completely different. Like, completely different. You just post your pictures and you show yourself having a good time and so then you have this network of people that are just showing themselves having such a great time it's like oh shit now i have to step up i have to look great like i have to look like i'm living my best life even if i'm not i don't know if that makes sense yeah it 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 really does like especially with like social media giving us also tools to like alter realities in ways like for example like using filters but like you know like even other features that i can't think of right now social media has offered have made it easier to kind of make things seem uh what they're not in reality yeah yeah that's true but it's funny like a lot of filters we had back then were for fun like have you noticed most of the filters were like the dog filter where you just vomit rainbows and shit like it didn't make sense do you know what i mean and now you have filters where you have big lips and big eyes and a small nose and i'm like what happened to the previous filters where it was Hello, space cadets. Hello, Africans. 
I still don't know if it's Biscade or Cadet, but it's okay. Well, I'll be. Where do you see the, see the Cadet? Like, where do you see this Cadet, th- bro? I think Americans would say Space Cadet. Or... Is it the Venus Virgo in you or the Virgo Venus? What do you mean? Virgo. Please, it's not. I, I'm just trying to figure out time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Okay, so continuing to what we said, like, when did you start getting, like, social media pressure or just feeling insecure on social media? When did I start feeling insecure about social media? About just about your presence on social media and how you looked. Um, actually, I think I started caring a lot about media and how I look. Probably, I want to say high school, mm-hmm. like ninth grade. Yeah, like. I think high school is definitely like peer pressure in terms of like you know you have to present yourself to certain way and everyone's like you know they want to feel pretty whatever and all sort of pressure and then at that time also technology was like booming like Snapchat was out Instagram was doing really well I still remember the initial Snapchat filters. Those were the bomb. Like at that time, I didn't care. I could, I could easily post a snap on my story, on my public story, mind you. Yeah. Would be using the rainbow filter and sticking my tongue out. I wouldn't care, but yeah, I dare do that now. Nobody <laughs> think you're weird. Yeah. People think you're weird, you know, and. Yeah, like even I think it's kind of sad. Like, okay, so sad. I guess it's good, but like, even before I post any Instagram photo, like I will screen it through a bunch of friends mm. and always like dissect each of my pictures and like I always look closely to like make sure everything looks fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of pressure these days. So yeah. I get that. I think I started feeling pressure like this year, which is funny because everybody looks like a baddie on Instagram, bro. I don't know how to say, but everybody looks so freaking good. It's as if they look this good 24-7. And so I'm like, yo, I can't afford to look crusty on Instagram, you know? I can't afford to look weird or like dirty or like just unclean, shit like that. And so, I don't know, for example, Kylie Jenner, you know, she's one of the most influential, I want to say woman, but she's a girl. <laughs> one of the most influential girls I've ever seen on Instagram. Bro, wait, uh, hold on, back, back up, what do you mean she a girl, not a woman? What is that? I don't know, bro. When I look at Kylie Jenner, I still remember her as that little kid. You know, so... That's what I'm going to refer her as. No offense to Kylie if she hears this podcast one day. I love your makeup and your child. <laughs> but yeah, like she she seems like she has her shit together. She has this job and she has this multi-millionaire life and shit. But she also has the body standard that everyone wants in 2020. Right? Which is like the small waist and the big fucking big ass you know like mm-hmm. huge ginormous ass and then the nice boobs to go with it 
but it's become this kind of like ideal body shape in 2010s and I find it so odd I don't know what about you yeah I agree like sometimes I think of becoming one of those people who like says they're gonna like take an Instagram break go out Mm. ever but somehow I always come back I don't know why but I (laughs) try to not spend too much time on Instagram because I'll be scrolling on my feed I see all these pretty people Mm. like oh no like it's 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 really a struggle that's why and i think you're familiar with this like many people in like our duration like they'll post something on instagram and then they'll like quickly run away from the app um, <laughs> because you don't want to like you know i don't know this is just something so I guess anxiety inducing about it and mm. it's just a lot I know it, Insta- it really is I know Instagram is thinking putting of, yourself out there you know mm-hmm. and I know Instagram is thinking of getting rid of the like feature mm. which is great I wish I could I wish I could get rid of the comment feature for me actually wait I just remembered Instagram you can turn your comments off but yeah I, they could get rid of them completely but just for me because weirdly enough I actually care more about the comments because I feel like for the likes anyone can like you know people like but comments bro I get my serotonin I get so much returning from the comments that's why I always get so sad when some of my friends don't comment I'm like how can you not comment on your picture I don't know I know (laughs) it's fine um but yeah i don't know it's just instagram like fine you also you will always hear oh yeah like you know don't look into all this so much everyone's like just trying to portray themselves a certain way but it's really hard Um, where did you leave conversation? I was, I was emphasizing how it's hard to like believe that you know obviously the pictures people portray on social media may not exactly be the true self or that's not how they're gonna look like twenty four seven. But it's hard to not want these perfect faces and bodies when there are forces even outside of Instagram kind of acting on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I think it, it's, it's really hard to, because social media just puts one perspective, right? And so you don't get to see the other perspective of things, and you think that one perspective is how it's always going to look. Like, I'm pretty sure Kylie Jenner doesn't look like that 24-7, or like other celebrities or other influencers. But yeah, it's, it's just how social media is portrayed. And I think the dangerous part is that, like, social media or other, like, social media platforms are basically built to be a distraction. Like, that's why a lot of people can't get off social media because they're so distracting and it provides you with different things on a day to day basis. It's really hard to say, I'm going to take a break and actually commit to that shit. 
mean this generation is known as the uh is it the technology are we the technology age the official name <laughs> but you guys understand so yeah you know like even i was reading some articles about this like mm. you know this whole social media thing it it's a demerit good you know um demerit. and for our, for our listeners demerit goods are goods that are more harm- harmful to you than you than, than useful yeah uh, like you and you won't realize just how harmful it is until later in the future so i think social media is definitely one of those things like even though it has many pros in that mm-hmm. we can connect with people you can meet people there's also some good content for example tiktoks can be funny yeah <laughs> shout out to tiktok uh and <laughs> you know but like the negative side um you know it's just this false reality really yeah but like honestly i'm not i i really can't tell if the negatives are the pros the pros are the negatives um i don't know like maybe yeah. we need a different kind of social media or i don't know what do you think I mean, as long as social media exists, there's always going to be like a sense of false reality, right? Because now its purpose is long gone. It's no longer used to communicate. It's just used to show off, right? And so many people like will show off their money or their cars or their hair and their nails and shit. And people want that lifestyle. So as long as we continue to advocate for that, I don't think there'll ever be a healthy social media that's the thing. And it's kind of sad, but I'm sure there are some apps that are pretty helpful, like Discord. I'm sure Discord is Discord a social media app cuz I'm not sure. It involves media and it is social. <laughs> <laughs> it must be social media. <laughs> yeah, I think Discord is probably like it's not a bad place to be honest it's just you guys sitting and talking and connecting with each other um i think facebook would still be considered good cuz it's like for old people and old people don't have anything to like do <laughs> but just talk i i really don't know cuz that's a tough question like can social media ever be used for good i'm not sure i would take the more pessimistic approach and say no to be honest what about you I think it can. I mean um okay, I guess I'm a bit biased. I don't know, but I think like this whole semester I was in in my writing class, we did quite a bit of work on social media and its importance for movements mm-hmm. and how it really helps connect people around the world. Um so I think it's definitely can be used for good and it is a very very useful tool um you know that statement it says is it eye of the beholder or or yeah it's beauty is beauty the eye of the eye. Yeah. yeah so it's like you know social media is in the you know it depends on the hands that are using it <laughs> that is a terrible <laughs> it is terrible it is reason but you guys you know i'm trying to give simple examples so yeah like i just think 
we need to I guess I would say I feel like we need more education more mm. empowerment in terms of you know um promoting I guess non I don't want to say non conventional because I don't know why that sounds so negative to me yeah. like but like you know we we just need to promote like different t- kinds of people or like different body sizes and help that will help people feel more comfortable with their skin and I do think social media can be negative but I do think it is worth keeping around I definitely have a lot of hope for our generation at least if not our, then our kids if people choose to have kids um and yeah like we're making good progress for example instagram is planning to remove the like feature like i think that's a great thing it's gonna help many people because many people would like get insecure if they don't have enough likes and all of that Mm. so i think the pressure being exerted on these like companies like it's it's a good thing um so yeah but also i think another very important factor is that uh having good friends can really help yeah and friends not just friends who are stagnant we mean friends who will empower you who will hype you up you know like these things can go a very long way and i'm not saying they're a solution but i do think they put us on the right path towards feeling more with ourselves yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but for me, from my pessimistic point of view, um, I understand if you move likes, then there's less pressure to be like, oh, I got this many likes, blah, blah, blah. But like, let's say influencers, right? A lot of influencers on social media have like the perfect type of body because they're influencers, they have to look a certain way. And so even if I remove the likes, I'm still forced to look at this woman with great legs and a great ab, great ab workout and gray hair and a gray body and a great smile i'm still forced to look at that right when i'm scrolling down on instagram and even if i can't like that shit i'm still looking admire right so there's still gonna be that issue like maybe my body doesn't look perfect or my hair or my smile and then there's also the issue with filters which i think have also gotten to be like a really big problem because a lot of filters will enhance or they'll do shit that isn't really realistic. Like they'll give you the really big lips and the tan skin, big eyes and small nose, and the contoured face. And I'm like, but that's not how it looks like, though. Why are you lying, <laughs> right? So I know there's still a lot of issues that Instagram need, needs to work on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> when you were saying all of that, all I could think of was Snapchat and their filters, right? Uh, but yeah that that's a good point um i mean i think i think some filters are okay like if they don't if they don't i guess do too much but i definitely have seen like you know people many people these days they they won't take a picture without a filter yeah it's actually pretty bad like you get so used to yourself in a filter like without that filter you feel so weird like you feel naked yeah you do and I'm like what the fuck this doesn't look like me yeah I do think I, I'm not sure if 
I'm really not sure where to place the blame in the heavy utilization of soldiers. I feel like that's a very complex topic. Yeah. Um, but I definitely agree that it's they can be pretty toxic. Maybe we should do a part two, like how social media affects like body types and shit. Oh, we should definitely do a part two sometime. I think I think yeah. that would be. Because, you know, when you think about it, it's so much more than just, like, your phone. It's, like, what we see in the media or what we see on magazines or what we see on, like, TV. Like, just everything we see on a day-to-day basis can seriously affect how we view ourselves. Yeah, and the thing is, many of these, like, effects, they're very, like, when they're attacking you in your mind, like, it's a very subconscious process, you know. It's mm-hmm. like you're not conscious of it happening, and that's 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 crazy. It's pretty scary. I think people forget the power of any kind of subtle image, but also just I guess being around a narrative for a relatively long time. Yeah, that's that's true. I I think it's just. Like even in magazines you see like they'll tell you how to get the perfect waist or how to get the perfect this and I'm like but then what's the idea of perfection and why should we aim it's, it's just interesting to notice I don't know yeah like, like it's Honestly, it's, it's very... <laughs> even these magazines can be very conflicting. Like, you flip open to a page, they give you some workout, workout advice, workout tips. Next page, they tell you to, I don't know, love yourself as you are. Yeah, then comment, nya, 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 whatever, same old shit. A nice snack, snack, uh, snack recipes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> magazines are so weird I think it's also just because like I don't know nowadays we have the whole new um, embracing plus size women and mm-hmm. I really like how we've moved to that but I'm like do y'all really embrace them oh you're just doing it because it's a trend bro you know. it is, I feel like that shit is a trend like it really is bro I swear to God that shit is a trend. And I mean, you know, these magazines, they will always move the way, you know, society is moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if the process is probably like, oh, yeah, okay, this is great. This is going to be the new thing. But I think people fail to remember that these magazines don't really care yep. about individuals like that. They just care about uh, profits. And yeah, it's just really sad. In fact, about that body positivity movement, I feel like I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> like, I think, first of all, it is definitely a great movement. But like, I was talking about this with my friend the other day, and mm-hmm. I was with. He was asking me what I think of the movement. I said, I think it's great. And then he was like, yeah, I think it's great too, but like, it promotes obesity because like 
you know you have like fat women like telling other people to love themselves the way they are and I think that's wrong and then I was like what is this like as soon as he said that I was like no and mind you this is someone I liked by the way and I'm exposing myself like (laughs) the the people must know that's messed up and it's such a common thing I hear from so many people they're like oh no that's promoting obesity like please it's not like and also I hate this thing of people when you look at someone who's plus size you automatically assume they're unhealthy yep. which is so like for example my mom like mm. I remember she would always like worry about me she'd be like oh yeah like you're she was like okay you probably have high blood pressure or you probably have like sugar issues and I'd be like mom fine like you can't be assuming that just yeah. because plus size and then we went to the doctor and then the doctor was like oh no she's perfectly fine like normal pressure levels um normal sugar levels and i was like see mom i told you like she's always worrying about this chick but like i don't blame her because like you know over the years society has just kind of like equated being fat to being unhealthy yeah and just so messed up like oh my god it is and people try to be like oh yeah like like when the, you see you read the comments for example for example mm-hmm. some you read the comments be like oh yeah Lizzo you, you look beautiful but like Alexi Lizzo oh yeah it is Lizzo oof I almost yeah. said <laughs> Lizzo yeah Lizzo people will comment they be like oh yeah Lizzo I love you but like um I care about your health like you need to work out blah 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 exercise me and like people think they're making this huge grand point and they think they're being so supportive but in reality I think many people when they comment these things they comment to feel good about themselves they mm. don't have genuine care for the person mm-hmm. like bro and then <laughs> building up from that you see all these like skinny people like they'll I don't know they'll go on like a you know those make those videos like I don't know like binge not binge eating is it binge eating you know when they 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 talk about you know yeah. they those food challenges. Yeah. What their names? You mukbang. Yeah, mukbang. Uh, <laughs> mukbang. You know those TikTok videos challenges. Yeah, where they're just eating like there's yeah. no tomorrow. Yeah. So eat and then like if it's a skinny person, like oh it's quirky and cute. So like that mm. time, that one time Sawidi, like she went to like a McDonald's whole degree. Um. But then if if a fat person does 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 yeah. that. Disgusting. Be blah. Yeah. Bro, Yanni, it could be a war. But anyway, what are your thoughts on that? To me, I could speak for the whole day. <laughs> what what are your thoughts? I don't okay, so I've been researching like I've been on Lizzo's TikToks and she's vegan. She eats healthy, right? Like she mm-hmm. she shows you her workout diet, she shows you what she eats. And the shit she eats is so healthy. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Mimi is funny, like she eats such healthy organic shit. And she works out on a day-to-day basis. Lizzo leads a healthy life. And I've watched YouTube videos of yoga instructors that are plus-size women. And both of them said, like Lizzo and the yoga instructor said, a lot of people see me and think I eat unhealthy and I eat McDonald's every day and I don't take care of myself. But the thing is, people are forgetting that 
DNA structures exist, my guy. DNA structures exist for a reason. If your family is known to have big butts and big boobs, then in your DNA structure, you will come out with big butt and big boob. It's not like you planned it. It's not like you wanted it. It's just in your DNA structure. For me, um, in my DNA structure, my grandma, other grandma, my aunties, they all have like, you know, big asses and big thighs. So unfortunately, or fortunately, I have that DNA structure as well. My mom is more like skinny and tall, but I didn't get that structure. And so a lot of people are like, oh, you're fat. And I'm like, um, but I can't help it, sir, madam, non-binary person. I can't help it. That's just how I am. And your vision of being fit is different from somebody else's vision of being fit. Being fit isn't one standard. It isn't one look. It isn't one way. Like, there's so many ways to be fit, bruh. It pisses me off. Like, Kishenzi. Yo, anyways. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, you know, the, if you even try to bring something like this up into the Indian society, they'll, they'll think you're some crazy person. Like, what the hell do you mean? Like, you know, they'll be so shook. But, like, yeah, we need to destroy this idea like of someone fit has to look a certain way Mm. like it's just so wrong on so many levels and i hate that lizzo lizzo definitely must have felt some pressure to like prove to people that she's like healthy and doing all of that when she shouldn't had to have done that in the first place yeah it makes people uncomfortable and i don't understand why is it because your version and i i I really blame social media for this i blame media i blame television i blame magazines for this shit because for the longest time ever since i was a kid if you looked at a magazine the first person you would see is this woman with abs and a nice body and a butt but not too big and boobs that aren't too big everything looks structured right that's all you saw in magazines for like decades decades that's all they featured in magazines and for so long niggas didn't see themselves in this magazine you didn't see your body type you didn't see your pimples or your stretch marks or your fat you didn't see that shit for the longest time and so now you're thinking this is how i must look this is how i must achieve this is what i must achieve on a day-to-day basis and i'm like no your body is just the way it is take it or leave it your body feeds you your body gives you oxygen your body gives you life why must you torture yourself like that for you to fit into society standards you know yeah and i i just i wish words could be enough to like help people see that they don't have to i don't know like fit the society's standards of like I guess attractiveness or whatever is deemed appropriate but it's so hard especially if something has been ingrained in people for years Mm. and when you mentioned that I remembered how like there was a survey conducted by this dietitian and most people said they would rather get COVID Ah. than gain weight Ah over the quarantine period i was like if this doesn't how messed up society is like bro do you know how stupid that response is do you know how covid 
destroys your immune system from top to bottom. You're asking for a disease to kill your immune system, bro. That's yeah, crazy. but that just it just goes to show how deep, like, you know, how fat phobia is. Yeah, how fat phobia is. How how deep fat phobia is. Like, mm. it's so crazy. Like, I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, and they were like so upset. They're like, "Wait, oh, yeah, I've gained so much weight." this year and i was like girl it's fine like relax <laughs> like <laughs> don't worry you're good but like you know again it's easier like said i guess than, than believed mm. but i think people also take for granted like fine you have gained weight but like think of how much has happened this year and what your body has had to go through right like bro Can- a break give your body a break like your body first of all got you through a whole pandemic a like whole, a whole three pandemic. <laughs> well we're three well we're three so the good days the memes <laughs> you're the memes I was dying. I was like, okay, I know we might be going to war soon, but this is hilarious. Let me just laugh before she goes down. (laughs) So, like, what do you think? This is obviously a very, you know, difficult thing to address, but what do you think is, like, a good starting point at the very least? So what I do is... I don't weigh myself anymore. I don't. I don't do that shit anymore. I don't. Because it can become really obsessive. And so I just do what I need to do. If I start stepping on the weighing scale, I'll panic. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the weight. I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, oh my god, like this isn't the weight that I want to be. Blah, 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 blah. And then I start obsessing over those numbers. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm just going to eat because my body says it's time to eat. If I need to go exercise, I'll exercise because I feel like it. Not because somebody told me to or because my weighing skill says it's time. But because personally me, So what I do is I just don't look at the weight scale anymore. Because that shit is so depressing. I don't know. What do you do? Girl, first of all, that's eating disorder vibes. But... What? <laughs> it's a... It's it's okay, but anyway, for me, once you mentioned that, it took me back. There was, I think it was in the tenth grade. Like I found out about this new diet. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you know it. It's the keto diet, mm-hmm. and you, it's great for the short term. Like I remember, I, I I did it and I started losing weight so quickly. Um like it was so quick like i was so happy like oh my god or i guess i thought i was happy and i was losing weight so much and i was so obsessed like on keto i would weigh myself every single morning and i would lose every single morning and if i saw i didn't lose so i would lose usually two pounds per day which is crazy. what yeah two pounds per day so and if i saw i didn't lose two pounds per day I would literally go walking for one or two hours and then immediately for walk I weigh myself. Like I I was keeping myself to a strict schedule and if I didn't lose the weight I wanted, like I would just 
I would have this whole breakdown. Like I was obsessed. Like I would wear myself throughout the day. Like, oh my god. Like now that I look back, that was very eating disorder vibes. But it was so bad. Like sometimes I starve myself and I would think it was normal. Like I remember once in church once in church, um I went, I was so hungry, but like I didn't want to eat because like I was you know, in keto, you are supposed to eat, like, you're supposed to eat, like, you know, foods, like, like in protein, like, you know, vegetables, everywhere. But, like, I didn't, it reached a point where, like, I barely ate. So, I just went to, to church and, like, I was feeling so, like, lack of energy. And I remember I tried standing up and I couldn't stand up. Like, my mom had to hold, hold me because I was having trouble standing up. Like, I was so weak. And... I almost fainted in church. Like I had to. They would have been like, "Holy Spirit, I, Yeah, I had to leave the middle of church because, like, I could literally, like, my eyes, like, I could, I could literally feel that I was about to collapse because I was weak. Like, I was so weak. Like, I had to stay in my mom's car for the rest of the mass. Um, I put some water to like keep myself sane when I went home. I ate and it felt so good like my body was stable i was like oh my god finally yeah but yeah like dude and what sucks is that um when i lost weight like people would congratulate me for it and that's one thing i think most people don't talk about like how toxic that can be Mm. like like i don't know you know like people hearing people tell me i lost weight like it just it motivated me to like keep on doing more and like even more obsessed with weighing myself i would eat less like it was just a bad time like i would lack energy so much it was a struggle like it was hard to walk sometimes like oh my god <laughs> that was a whole thing and i remember when i was starting to gain the weight back from keto because it reached a point where like i just couldn't do it anymore like it was just not sustainable yeah. and the weight back and i felt so bad but like now i'm like fuck that like i I'm definitely in a much better mental position compared to then because then it was just super bad. So like, yes, I did gain some weight, but I I do feel better um, mentally. So like, you know, you have to really focus on, I guess, the important things. And diet culture is toxic, by the way. Um, <laughs> This fat diet, especially. By the way, never do keto. Okay, do keto, but like. No, as soon as you diet, I said no. Yeah, but like I feel you on like the weighing thing. Like I am so, like, triggered by the weighting scale. Like I don't, I, ever since keto, I don't go on scales anymore because going on scales makes me so nervous. Yeah. Like, it and my mom doesn't understand, like why it makes me nervous. Like even when I go to the doctors, I always tell them, "Can you please not tell me my weight." Because if they do, I I can I could literally like go for a whole week and just starve myself. Like it's so yeah. bad. So I yeah. tell them, don't tell me, please. And sometimes they insist on telling me, I'm like, no, do not tell me. Like I don't want to see. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and I remember my friend once came over and he wanted to weigh himself, and I was trying to like talk to my body and like warn him, like don't do it, don't do it. But he was insisting, and I was like, wow. So there are people in the world comfortable with weighing themselves. Like that could. That could never be me. Never. 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 But it's good that you are not training yourself. Like, definitely, skills can be very toxic. 
Yeah. I I guess also understanding that like you are you and that is it like your body is always going to be different from other people and then taking that as a good thing rather than a negative thing as to what society wants you to believe so if you know kabisa like maybe i don't have that but like Kali Jenner has self acceptance i think is the first thing but that takes a lot of time and just giving yourself that time if even if it means just unfollowing Kylie Jenner number 1 like you don't have to see her on your page <laughs> what your sister is Kylie Jenner that's the example that I can come up with. oh wow and i just thought of a new one um a new idea would be follow people that have similar body types to you so if you see somebody that is plus size and you're plus size and you see them confident wearing that outfit that you wanted to wear it's like oh my god if she can do it Then let me do it, you know. If you know your plus size and you're following skinny people, bro, you're not going to be happy. You're really not because naturally your plus size naturally they're skinny. It's never going to be a good relationship with your own body. Like follow people that have similar body types to you. So when you look at yourself, you see yourself with them, like within them, and it just makes you feel more confident. And you're like, "Okay, she can wear a cute little skirt. I can wear a cute little skirt because I love my body and so does she." period done oh that's that's a very good point um in fact i was about to add on to that but i already forgot what i was going to say <laughs> <laughs> me and my short term <laughs> bro <laughs> i wonder how you're doing exams if you're forgetting dude i let's not even talk about it oh yeah i was going to say Yeah, and also I was just going to say a disclaimer. You know, fine. I know some people they they want to have plastic surgery or mm-hmm. I don't know how to say, I don't know those feelings. You know, I, I in this podcast I keep forgetting the technical names of things. Please forgive me, but yeah. Um yeah, but like I definitely highly support like if you want a boob job, get that boob job. If yeah. you make you feel if you want that bad job get it but i guess what the main point trying to say is don't feel like you have to and like if you're going to do it do it for yourself and not for society if that makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like i i think everything you do in this life should be like geared towards a happier you and just focusing on the self yeah yeah that's true That is really true. I guess also plastic surgery is just looked down upon because people think you're insecure. Like no, sometimes people get boob jobs for other reasons. You know, maybe health reasons, maybe their back hurts. I don't know, but like there's so many reasons to do it. Or maybe it just makes them more confident and they feel like they can be themselves. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if you want to do something, do it for yourself, right? And that's as what you said. And I think oh, I don't know plastic surgery is like a whole other topic. I think that's going to be in part 2 if if it's part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you have any to add apart from that? Hmm. Um I don't think so. I think because we we talked about social media and like body ideals a lot, 
I guess mm-hmm. the best thing to do is just love yourself, which is so easy to say, bro. It's so easy. It's so easy. Anyone can use that thing, bro. It's so easy to say, but it takes time. It really does take time to love yourself and just trust the pro- Mm-hmm, for sure yeah. definitely trust this and you know it can be a slow a slow progression to get there but you get you'll get there you really will and when you do everyone will know like oh my god she loves herself you can even inspire other people by just loving yourself and that inspires others as well that sounds so corny that sounded so corny. That sounded like advertisement. You. It's okay. Corny, corny things are the best. They really help get points across. Speaking of corn, corn on pizza. How do we feel about that? Um, a hundred percent support. Period. Especially if pineapple is also included in the pizza. Did you say pineapple? Yeah, pineapple pizza. Period. If you want to fight me, fight your mom and dad and your auntie and your sister. Pineapple does belong on pizza. Like, this is going out of topic, but pineapple belongs on pizza. I don't care. I don't care. It is so good. The way it's sweet and juicy and then, oh, wow. Sweet and salty. Yeah, it is sweet and salty. Sweet and salty, sweet and savory, salty right. and savory. Right, exactly. That's what makes it so good. I mean, I hate people who hate pineapple on pizza. How can you do that? Are you sick? <laughs> what? The only reason to hate pineapple pizza is if you're allergic to pineapple. That that's it. Understandable. But everything else, you're childish for them. Like me, you really are childish. Oh now you make great pizza. I, I'm craving it too, especially with corn. <laughs> oh my god, no! What? This is a corn. I'm not happy there. Oh, maybe it's a cousin. I'm okay. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't Pizza Hut have like corn? No, I think they do. Maybe the vegetarian one. Oh my god, we're going off topic. We're talking about pizza, but. I think this is it. Do you have anything else you want to say? <laughs> no, I don't. But this was a really great discussion. It was. Think <laughs> 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 like it's talking about pizza. Jesus, we should have like a separate like mini podcast about pizza flavors and which one's the best, which is pineapple. We're... Yeah, of course. Period. Period. Okay, this is this has been Space Cadet and the Apricus. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, we love you all so so, so much. much. Oh my gosh, you can't even believe it. All right then, see you next time on the next episode. Yes. All right. Bye, Apricus. Buy space cadet. Fuck you.